Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. What the hey was that about? I've had real possessed things happening with this computer all day. Wow. Okay, well, you guys got more than you bargained for. I don't even know what the hell that was. In fact, when it went the second round, I had like, I'd already removed it from the screen and deleted the damn thing. So I don't know what the hell that was about. Anyway, welcome to Bizarre Friday. My name is Charlotte, and I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm, uh, I'm a very confused host right now. But I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento. We're 45 strong up and down the state, which means if you have a paranormal need, we can get to you. You know, it may take us a while, but we can get to you. And if we have, if we do have to take a couple days to get to you, because California is a huge state. So if we do have to take a couple days to get to you, uh, we, we will have one of our mediums call you and speak with you about what may possibly be going on in your, you know, home or resident or, or uh, business. And in most cases, they can calm it down okay before we get out there okay now that i'm done my confusion is gone welcome everybody it's friday casual friday we've got nancy matt medium nancy matt's here and hopefully things go better for nancy um i should have known i came in here around 5 30 and uh wow i had issues with video i had issues with you know all kinds of stuff and i don't know what the hell happened with Streamyard. so it might have been a facebook thing because it says they were having oh that's the other thing too facebook is working right now and I know I sent a bunch of you over to YouTube because as of 10, 10, 15 minutes ago, Facebook was not working with StreamYard or vice versa. So, uh, if, you know, if you're more comfortable over at Facebook, that's great. But on that, that being said, if you've never come to our YouTube page and uh, you haven't subscribed yet, and I suggest, hang on, let me do this. I suggest that you might want to subscribe because it's a good chance to subscribe because we're looking for subscribers. We're trying to get to that thousand mark now. We're pushing, we're pushing. In fact, we need, uh, at this moment, we need 385, I think, in order to hit our 1,000. So I'm really looking, pushing hard for subscribers. So if this is the first time you're watching from YouTube and you're a Facebook convert, please be sure to subscribe over there as well. There's, you know, all the videos are there, okay? You guys know that. Follow us. So it's been that kind of day, like I said. And uh, when I uh, did the initial recording of the intro for this, I did a longer one. You know, and it was out of sync. And I just think right now, because as you guys know, I live in an area that's Xfinity, Xfinity, Xfinity. And there's a lot going on in the news right now. And I think that's a lot of it. Okay. So I'm expecting some weird things to happen tonight. But having the intro run again was kind of spooky. Because I don't know what that was about. Okay. That being said, um, if you're watching from Facebook and you happen to get over there, Please be sure to hit those like buttons and those smile buttons and those thumbs up and those happy faces because what that does is it puts us up higher in the algorithm. And the higher up in the algorithm we are, the more people see our see these videos, and that's been happening. We, we get a lot more views on, on, on these videos and on the shorts that I do. So uh, please be sure to do that. You know, I'd really appreciate it. Same thing over YouTube for, for you guys that are watching from YouTube tonight, and I'm sure there's going to be quite a few of you. Um, hit those like buttons, the smileys, and all that because that puts us, again, high up in higher up in the algorithm and all that good stuff okay 
And then if you haven't done so already and you're over at Facebook, please be sure to follow because we're looking for followers over there as well. And please be sure to, uh, you know, like I said, subscribe over YouTube. And for you over at Facebook, I know I've got Facebook stars going on now. And Facebook stars is something Facebook offers creators who reach a certain point just to, just to give me, just to make some extra. It's, it's, a, it's a monetizing thing. And, um, you don't have to do it. You don't have to feel inclined to do it. But if but if you want to do it, hey, they're one cent each. What have you got to lose, right? So, um, yeah. So, it'll be nice. Okay? Anyway, Nancy's going to be with us tonight. I got a couple announcements to make. I am teaching a class tomorrow at, at 3 o'clock on protection. And it's going to be kind of cool because I'm going to be showing you guys how to make talisman and how to make uh, medicine bags. And also... Today, because I went shut, I went out with my good friend Carrie, one of my one of our producers, uh, day before yesterday. Went out with my friend and uh, got myself some necklaces, and this is a, a necklace in this. And I'm going to be talking about this stuff. These stones I have on each one of these rocks means something. Okay, this one's for creativity, not to be so shy. So I got that yesterday or the other day, and I also got some protection stuff that I'm putting by my front door and whatnot. That's the stuff I want to teach you guys about. I'm going to teach you guys about that. So if that's something you want to do, be sure to go to the California Haunts Meetup page and sign up for the class because that's 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 what we're going to be going over tomorrow. We're going to learn what all these little all these little gem pieces mean, okay? Because each each gem piece means something. Like there's a blood pressure one, there's a kidney one, you know. And if you believe, it'll probably work for you, right? Because you, you got to believe though. Just like with the medicine bag, you have to believe in in what goes in there in order in order to make the magic work. And because I don't want to insult anybody uh, from you know Native American or anything like that, my grandmother was a was a cool. Uh, I came to say it was a culadera. So it's not like I'm doing this just to do it. Okay, that 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 mad that, that that magic runs through, through me. All right, that's that announcement. Remember, check out the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash California Haunts Radio. Check out the Patreon. All right, now. With everything that's gone wrong today, and it has, uh, hopefully nothing else goes wrong. I'm, like I'm going to put the warning out there again about the internet, because this is an Xfinity neighborhood, and there's a lot going on in the news. You know, I was on Twitter today, and it's it's like Twitter exploded, right? I mean, that's to be expected with with, with what's going on. So just a heads up that there might be some weird ah, stuff going on with the video, or the video might drop out. I apologize for the beginning of the show and that doubling up, but shouldn't have done that. So I don't know what the hell was going on with that. So one of those days, one of those days. And then yesterday we ended up reading from, from Anna Maria's book because we had issues last night as well. So it's just been kind of issuey. Maybe I'm being messed with. I don't know. Maybe Nancy can tell if I'm being messed with. Who knows? Anyway, I see Nancy in the blue. I see Nancy down in the green room and I'm going to bring her on in and we're going to start the show and try and relax and uh, enjoy casual Friday. Right. Here we go. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I've also had a week. Oh, Jerry's in the room already. Hello, sweetie. <laughs> now, wasn't that bizarre? What? Did you, did you see that? Maybe nobody else saw but me. I was well, reading when the... the oh, when the, um, when the intro ended, and I you know clicked, clicked off the screen with the intro to switch to this, it started up again. It kept playing. I didn't hear anything. Well, maybe you guys didn't hear it. And I sat here just waiting for it to end. And uh, it kept end? going. 
Yeah, and I was trying, I was pushing buttons, trying to get, trying to figure out what the hell would happen. <clears throat> get a gun I think, and shoot me. I think you're, I think you're right. The, so in my area, um, Orville, school's out yesterday and today. Okay. So, yeah. And um, <clears throat> I think the high school's will act week, but we have the elementary, we have the junior high. And the streets were just <laughs> like, where are these people come from? I'm so out of tune with kids being in school. <clears throat> so uh, <clears throat> I think that there's going to be a lot of airway issues, not only because of the news, which is big time, but also kids in school going to, you know, the, even the junior high kids are uh -huh. having the celebrations and parties. <clears throat> Pass on cars with uh, best teachers in, uh, oh my gosh, what was the name of the school? Ofer, something like that in our area. I, I don't know, we had an Ofer, um, something like that, junior high, but <clears throat> it's really exciting to think that people make knowledge for how work, how hard they work. Um, so last See, week- sure. Oh yeah. See, Jerry says she didn't hear it either. So I don't know what the hell, what the hell is going on. Okay, you're good. Go ahead. <laughs> I guess it's for your amusement. <laughs> I guess. Uh, somebody and was I, messing with me, you know. I don't know. And I thought it was funny that you got a bracelet to help you with shyness. Please. <laughs> I don't think of you as shy. <laughs> when I was uh, in telephone company career, and the minute I was promoted to supervisor, uh, the boss said to me, I was just a quiet girl. I went uh, drafting to um, assistant to the engineer draftsman, and then I was promoted. And the first thing he said to me was, go to Toastmasters. I love Toastmasters. And I encourage people if they have shy issues to go and, and try it out. And most areas have one within a half hour driving which I think is fabulous. I, anyway, you're saying you're shy. I think what he wanted me to do is be able to uh, have a voice, be louder. Right, right. And, uh, and topics, of course, I like to write, and there's always interesting stories coming from me. Um, hello, Donna. Yeah, we're going to have a quiet room tonight, possibly, and that's okay because your kids can listen to this later on. Um, someone was talking to me about what I'm doing on my channel Thank you for asking. Uh, in a couple of months, month and a half or two, uh, I will start up and along with Char, I will be talking snippets of uh, shows of, of people's lives. And I, I haven't determined um, what topics yet, but I, I like to do everything paranormal, everything that's unusual, including tonight's talk. So last week, Char says, what do you want to talk about? And she rattled off half a dozen topics. I went, my gosh, but you know, my favorite topic, not my favorite topic, one of the topics that people seek me out for is death, dying, grieving, and recovery and new beginnings. Oh, yeah, I like the hard stuff, right? But there's a lot of other things I really enjoy, and that's bringing up children and uh, career paths, marketing business was my uh, choice in college. Just a lot of things are going on. And when I talk to a client, my ear is always tuned on and people say, oh, I'd love to visit with you four or five hours. Let's go have coffee and we'll, talk, we'll visit for four hours or so. And I go, oh, I don't have enough life in me to do that. Now, at one time I would give classes, a learning exchange for you people at new East West bookstore. I would talk two, three, four hours in an evening and then go home the next day and do four, five, six clients, which is kind of nuts. That was in the nineties and early two thousands. But nowadays, um, I have all those talks, but anyway, getting back to this client today, Shar had given me an idea 
And I started writing up notes and I scrubbed all of them because today's, <laughs> I had to retype them. And it's, it's a point where uh, this gal is my age group. And we were talking and she started out by saying, my life is a mess and I don't like it. And I went, <laughs> we've only been talking for seven years. <laughs> and I says, you need to give me a little bit more information. And she has this man in her life. And the only reason she hasn't really created her life to have room for him is because he doesn't like, doesn't go to church. And we start talking and she says, you know, God, this and, and the universe that, and I don't know if I should talk to you because you talk to dead people. I know you're telling the truth when you told me about my dead relatives. Even today, I came up with what her father's been up to and what countries. She says, oh, that's where he's from. And um, Germany and Switzerland, his parents, and then Northern Italy. And of course, I mentioned all three of those. How would I know that? And they met her father. Okay. And, uh, and it, it goes on and on and on. And we got down to her childhood. And that's what tonight's talks about is how to be more spiritual. Yet, yet, it all blends into how you live your life. What do you want out of your life? And if you're planning, you know, we're happiest when we're planning and creating goals. And if we don't do that, we become a spirit person. And then you're coming with to me through your relatives complaining about, life, about being a spirit person. I wish I'd done this. I wish I'd done that. And even her, uh, this woman's brother, he's been um, traveling Thailand, Malaysia, and he's on an archaeology uh, dig. So there must be, um, there's some equipment that takes away the forest. So you only see the ground level. There must be something going on today or the last couple of weeks, because that's where he's been. And he was a real history buff, a real um, travel buff, uh, TV. He never did it in life, but he is as a spirit person. And those are the things that I'd like to talk briefly about. Um, no, you're <laughs> my kids say to me, Mom, I'd love to have you travel, but what do we do? Because you can't fly. Well, it's not like I don't like to fly. It's just I get so sick. No one wants to sit near me. <laughs> it is a mess. And I entertain, believe it or not, I entertain on um, a five-star um, in 92, in October of 92. Um, it just left my mind what uh, yeah, um, cruise line I was on. Anyway, I was entertaining. And they had some swells from uh, Quebec over to New York, down to Florida and around. It was a two-week. And they had some mild weather event. I was so sick, I was put in the hospital in the, <laughs> in the galley. I was giving shots. And I said, this is nothing. You should see me in a plane. <laughs> so in my life, I don't travel, but I want to. So I make up for that by watching travel stations. And I really watch movies that have travel in them because I get to experience that. And nowadays my husband's a real sports person. And I says, Oh, he has children in Las Vegas, go to the stadiums, go to the fights. He likes the fights and the Kung Fu stuff. And I says, you need to be right there in the front, enjoying that with your two adult male children. Why not go? And he says, why should I look at the camera work? They have little, I don't know how they do it. You must have a rope going across with cameras because I can't imagine them doing drone of any kind. It is fabulous nowadays. Of course, I, I'm not a fight person. I don't have the longing to do that. Maybe my husband plays out what he missed and could have been a good fighter. Uh, he was very physical in the first couple of jobs until he went to the military. He's a rougher 
uh, and then he went in the military and then became a lineman and supervisor when he finally retired. All physical kind of work. Maybe he never had a chance. I don't know. I won't talk to him about it. It's kind of like he doesn't bring it up, but he really enjoys that. So he's getting it fulfilled. He could feel that. So as a spirit person, I already told you this, I actually see him golfing. And one day uh, we were talking and talking about what are you going to do after Passover? And he is an exceptional, exceptional golfer. And at one point he wanted to go pro and life was unfair at the time, just wasn't able to do that. So he has golfed and I said to him, oh, I, I see you in the middle um, one of those countries I just mentioned. Um, not Malaysia, one of those other countries. Oh, he says, I was stationed there in the military, and that's where I learned to play golf. I says, really? I hadn't known that. He says, I, I remember having so much fun. And I says, well, guess what? You get to do that again. And I did mention that my friend, who I trust, says she sees me riding horses after I pass over. Well, she didn't know I used to be competitive horsewoman. And she asked me, why are you on a horse? I says, well... <laughs> <laughs> and then I went into running and I gave up the horse, but I'll never forget the power and the freedom of that horse. So I fulfilled um, accomplishment with that. And then I got into running and uh, life is not fair. I was up to 16 to 21 miles a weekend run for a day. And uh, my first marathon I planned, I, my husband and I were talking about, it, I would like to do, because when we did the international marathon, it was from Folsom damn area all the way down Sacramento and it only been on for a couple of years. So in 87, I don't know when it started, but it was only for a couple of years. So it was very informal. You could just go down there and just start running it. I was going to do that one. Well, November 18th, I was diagnosed with cancer and the race was that following December 7th. And I have, I do have, how do you get through that? How do you recover from that? Well, you have to put your mind to other areas. And we're talking about spiritual growth. But spiritual growth is hand in hand with emotional growth, emotional compliments um, to your life. Emotional accomplishments uh, are important for spiritual growth, but spiritual happiness and well-being. I want you to kind of remember all that because I may end up having to talk about things that are not comfortable. Now, this gal I talked to today, um, I really do like her. I mean, I've talked a long time and uh, when she brought up the God thing and that she doesn't know she believed in me. And I says, you talked to me for seven years. Have I ever, ever implied, hurt you in any way? I'm respectful for your time. I don't want to overcharge. I always give breaks if I can. And I'm I'm like everybody else. I have to my, pay my bills and I'm older. I can't do as many as I used to do. And I made sense because I call it um, the force be with you. <laughs> And so you call it the person God or the divine or the diva or she, he who rules all of us. And I saw, I heard this term on what Star Wars show or something on TV and it was the force be with you. And I say, I have the force with me. I do. And, and that gives me such an amazing, I tell people, don't challenge me. My belief is, um, is so strong. And when you say, well, what does that mean? You believe in the God force, the the being, the one that watches all of us. I said, he's been busy. If he's got a trillion planets in the whole universe and we're just one little speck of dirt here in this one. I says, I think the force is part of everything that we're part of, it, including our consciousness, including our friendship, including um, every little thing. And when your force is with you and it's working with you, 
coincidence synchronicities situations absolutely happen. Now, how does that work with spiritual awake awareness and and being spiritual aware? Well, I had something happen to me today. I'm not rambling. I'm trying to make a point, really. Um, <clears throat> I have a bigger vehicle. It's a Dodge Ram ProMaster. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to do some camping in it. And I have family everywhere, so it's kind of fun to do. And I want to get dog, uh, involved in some dog shows. But anyway, it's a long story. Anyway, today I had an indicator of a tire that lost some air in it. I'm at the house. My husband's uh, somewhere else. And I called him up and I said, uh, Honey, <laughs> the tire indicator's on. And I says, Where can I meet you that I can put some air in the tire? And I said, Oh, I know where. There's a casino between our house and Oroville. Why don't I meet you there? And he said, I'm already there. I says, where are you? He says, I'm at the casino. I said, what are you doing there? And he says, I'm getting gas. <laughs> and I said, well, I just thought of that. Why don't we meet there for you to have, show me how to put air in my tire. And I got down there and he showed me it was all great. And uh, the indicator didn't go off. So clearly I didn't put enough air in it. And as I drove away, I pulled up to the window. I says, what a synchronicitous point. You could have stopped and got gas in Orville at 10 different places. And he says, well, on the way home, I thought maybe I better stop and get gas for the weekend and all. And uh, we don't go to the casino, but there's a gas station and a little mark there. So he got gas. And I says, what do you think of that? And he says, really? <laughs> what? what? This happens all the time with us. And I, I did chuckle. Go ahead, Char. I wanted to add something because I, I love your story. Something similar happened to me the day, the day before yesterday. Oh, I went out to dinner with one of my producers, Carrie Peoples, over Spaghetti Factory over here, Yay. and my friend Monica. You know, my ex-producer Monica passed away what two years ago? It's gonna be two years now. Oh my gosh! Yeah, oh. and she, you know, and, and she after she passed, she gave me a lot, quite a few signs to know she was here. When Carrie and I went to Disneyland, went to check into the hotel. One of Monica's favorite songs was Can You Feel the Love Tonight from the Lion King. No oh. sooner walked through the door, got in line, and the piano player starts playing it. And I was like, <laughs> Thank you. you know? So now Thursday, Thursday, no, Wednesday, we go to dinner over at the Spaghetti Factory. And Carrie looks at me and says, I think she's here. She's poking me in the ribs, trying to get my attention. And I said, oh, really? And I said, that's, that's interesting, you know? And then guess what came in over the radio? The Lion King. Yeah. And I looked <gasps> at Jerry, and I just went, see? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Now, most people would not associate or remember or even hear that. Yeah. And what I'm trying to say to you is we're going to have other things to talk about because I'm not done with right. my client. I just have to throw I, that in because, you know. I love yeah. it. It's synchronicities and coincidences. And at one time I said, I don't believe in that. Maybe I still don't. Mm -hmm. But when you have the force be with you, <laughs> I'm going to get someone laughing at me. Uh, the force is with you is mean that you are part of the greater force, the God force, however you want to talk about it. And I've told people that I see our lives connected. And this was shown to me as I took a trip to Tucson, Arizona once. And someone said, look out the window. And I went, Remember, I don't fly well. <laughs> it's just terrible. And I've had the, the buttons on here and, uh, you know, all that stuff. And it just, 
it's just a sad, sad situation. And they said, look out the window. And I went, no, no. Well, I leaned over and finally, and it was crazy what I saw. You know what spider webs look like, and the spider's in the center, and it's built this wonderful, beautiful web where you can connect every house and everybody with everybody. And they said to me, we are all connected. <gasps> who said who? That is cool. Yeah, that is cool. And, of course, they almost have to throw me over my side <laughs> pay attention because I, I'm very – not everybody. I know I'm stubborn, but I almost have to – do it the hard way first sometimes like i didn't believe in reincarnation until mm -hmm. until i had my friends that was doing uh started in 1990 in may 4th 1990 and i had a best friend uh we haven't connected she's unfortunately been ill and my it's just a long story anyway her name is camille and she calls me up screaming into the phone i go what are you doing she says oh i'm watching a show on peru i says great <laughs> she was babysitting her toddler grandchild and this sweet little girl who's in her 30s now i can't remember how old she is uh toddles into the room and points to the tv and says but she must have been close to three because she was able to talk she says remember when we lived there and i was big and you were small <laughs> it's like wow. okay yeah three-year-old <clears throat> just shy of three, but she was smart enough to be able to say that. And so Camille goes, wah, 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 wah. and I says, first off, stop screaming <laughs> stop and turn around and ask her to tell you a story of why, what she remembers. And she, she did. And she said, she called me back. She says, um, I was a, your daddy and she was the child and a bad man came to their village. And she, and of course the village looked just what was on TV. The, Homes are all built on a rock. The higher you go, they don't have wood. It's just rock structures. And she said a bad man had come to the village and hit everybody on the head. So in some ways, when we start thinking of, and I'm trying to make a point, believe me, now that I believe in reincarnation, thrown in my face for 33 years, uh, I'm dumbfounded because we're just a speck of dirt in the middle of the universe. But if the force is with you and it's with everybody on the universe and the cosmos and everything's connected mm -hmm. and we can do this over and over and over where does the point of being spiritually aware and spiritually awakened and spiritually happy has a lot to do with it because if you don't get it fixed a lot of times we do have to make a round trip ticket again and especially like camille and her uh, little granddaughter uh, they have to do a trip again and this time she's grandma and the papa has come back as her grandchild and it's not for we were killed and we're going to have a long life here. It was because of the love that they missed. Mm -hmm. They were cheated of love. So they're loving and they loved each other. And this little granddaughter, is, I met her, beautiful young woman with a couple of kids of her own and just love, love everywhere, just like smack lips just over and over and over. Okay, let's go back. The force is with them. <laughs> the force that connects us and we are allowed to come back. So this friend said to me, She's more of a friend now than a client. But remember, when I talk to people as a, as a counselor, every word is measured. And if I get answers, I'm constantly, it's pretty, pretty intense sometimes. And she says, I, I don't know. My life is so hard. I trust the, the God. I put my faith in, in the God that there, his hands on everything we do. And I'm, it's not like I'm rolling my eyes because I'm very respectful. I have people of every culture. Every culture talked to me, which is way fun. And even countries where we can't do Skype, 
I I write letters. We do letters back and forth. They can hint hint to where these places are. <laughs> but the thing thing is, is that we're all striving to be happy in our lives. We're striving to figure out why our lives are so hard. And then I want to go back to something that we do cycle back and forth. How is it possible in the universe? Listen, the things I've come up with, like, um, can't tell you, I can't tell you the story because I didn't tell her I was going to talk about tonight. But at the same time, how can I know these things of relatives that she has to ask what I said was correct or not? So that tells me that I'm tapping into something greater than myself and apart from my ego. And, and that's wonderful because it gives us validation that we're not here by um, happenstance. We're not here to be punished. It feels like it sometimes. And Kashar and I have had really hard lives. Yet it keeps us going because there's got to be, as I told somebody who wanted to kill himself, I said, uh, tough it was really tough i says you know i really want to know how your movie would end if you don't end it like this and i had made the comment myself because i've been ill and i said you know i strive to live because there's more and i strive to see the end of nancy's story and that's how we have to think about it sometimes i want to get back to my friend and what she was saying mm -hmm. um and and what i'm going to do is cover some things that maybe you haven't thought of and i also at this point should have said first there's a lot of really great t people on the internet talking about spiritual growth spiritual this you know from stones to uh, to tones of music which i do believe in that we resonate we're just music i do believe in those type of things even the rocks have a vibration so we resonate with a lot of things in the universe because we're all made out of the same material um i'm not going to repeat what other people say what i say is because this has happened as my clients and this is what I find is important because people like myself, you should get a different opinion of different direction, a different idea. So that's my job here. Um, let's see here. Okay. Um, I mentioned before, so I'll repeat as, as adults, your hidden woundology usually comes from childhood and young adulthood, which most people aren't aware of. How many times you talk to somebody and they'll say, oh, I had such a miserable childhood. My father abandoned my mother or my or we had some, uh, fights in the family, or there was my father died when I was six. So that's a woundology. And I had to overcome some serious stuff because of his unplanned, uh, he was killed by a drunk driver. And I was six years old. Um, and in those years, we didn't have counselors. We didn't have people that would talk to my mom or uh, my sister was five, I was six. But in the mid 50s, things just didn't happen that way. So my woundology followed me, and that's why I think I work so hard. Um, you don't do this kind of business after living in the telephone company as a manager, make it as much money as possible. But I was in, kind of inspired to change my life because of the cancer. Um, and I had to prove to myself that I could do something I wanted to do. And this came to me like the universe directed me. Um, and I've not regretted it, though it's been difficult. Um, so a lot of our woundology becomes invisible to us. Uh, a lot of it comes from childhood that dominoes into teenagehood or the injury is there, emotional injury, and then goes into adulthood. And it can be, um, like dominoes, uh, you know, you hit the first one and it goes. So this woman, and I really, you know, I look forward to talking to her. She's very interesting. 
and she is um, really, really small. And when she was in school as a teenager, she didn't feel equal. Now, nowadays, we don't uh, criticize, look at, um, point out anybody that's particularly too small. Um, I had another client, a Chinese lady in Washington State. And I don't think she'll be listening to me. But she got to a point of almost being suicidal because of her smallness. She felt like uh, she was prejudiced, being prejudiced against, not only because she was Chinese, which is terrible. Um, people have looked at me over the years, especially when I was younger, I was very dark, a darker. And I was Hispanic, a Portuguese or Indian. I, was in, I am Indian. I do have Portuguese in me. And so that kind of explains a lot, right? But I never felt it. I had a couple of times I remember people say, what are you? You know, since I had a blue-eyed blonde sister, you know, was I the one adopted? And, um, but this woman was really small. And so was a lady in Washington. And she remembered being in high school where the girls grow and they're pretty and, and she just never could fit in. Um, and, and it really wounded her. And she wanted to go to college, but for some reason that interfered. And so she joined a company and she just worked and she discovered alcohol. And she, she said, I, with my friends who'd like to drink, we would go drinking. And that wound from her childhood, her teenage year, early teenage years, has followed her everywhere because she's an overachiever. She's exceptionally bright. Um, she's a campaigner. Um, she, uh, human rights, uh, climate change, all these things. She's a terrific person, but this wound of not looking the same as everybody else has absolutely crippled her. It makes me really mad because why do we judge people so easily? Well, that's unconscious. To her, it was conscious, but it has unconsciously followed her. Now, of course, you go to my area of expertise, <laughs> talking to dead people, <laughs> spirit people. What happens if she doesn't resolve it? What happens? You go become a spirit person and you take anger with you. So then I want to flip over to the idea that you go ghost investigating. I have been into a lot of ghost investigations, particularly with Char and Paranormal, uh, Port Orange Paranormal and Matt and uh, a couple other people. And I've seen my share of spookiness. <laughs> people would go, oh, that's so spooky. I go, oh yeah, who is it? <laughs> let me Let me talk to that spirit. And it's actually kind of amazing to me what they talk about. Um, I'm not going to talk about the ones who are addicted to food, though it's amazing to me how many people miss coffee, French bread, uh, smelly food, pizzas. Um, it's just amazing to me that they can't smell, but they want to smell and they want to be around people who do. So go to the Sunrise Mall. It was the first time I noticed it is they have a, they did have a cigar shop. Real, that is really spooky, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the spirits that are hanging around as the men come out puffing away and they go, oh, look at that puffing away. I bet that smelled really tastes really good. I, <laughs> I go, oh, those people. So are they spiritually happy, spiritually awakened, especially spiritually uh, attuned? Excuse me. No. And what was it? They became addicted to something. Does that make it happen? What happens is that's all they are is their addiction. Can we fix that? Can you become spiritually aware 
enlightened when you're addicted to something like that. So in our lives, how hard is it to give up a coffee or give up smoking? Well, you know, that's really hard. How hard did you try to stop it? Uh, excuse me, everybody. <laughs> my, my cup, uh, local woman becomes cat mother of the year. Yes, it's coffee. It's weak coffee. Is that how I get around not drinking as much? My daughter says, mom, you really don't drink coffee. You just hold a bean over hot water and then put a lot of cream and sugar in it. <laughs> I go, well, so I'm making light of this, of addiction issues. Absolutely. But there's other things we need to talk about. And, I, and it's really hard to talk about abuse and being spiritually awakened and spiritually aware of yourself in that situation and becoming happy. Does it mean that you have to get divorced? Absolutely not. What it means is you have to become aware that this is happening. Like she became aware that was her fault that she felt not accepted. Was it the drinking she got into that she did recognize it? Um, not necessarily, but she did have a lot of friends that would drink with her. So she felt accepted, believe it or not. Um, like I said, she's like really, really bright. And so she got some really good jobs and she excelled very easily. Um, I'm not going to say I'm really smart, but I take really good, easy. I take tests really well. <laughs> Are you smart, Nancy, or do you always know the answers? Who knows? You know, I'd like to think I'm halfway smart. But the telephone company, uh, when I took the test in 66, um, <laughs> high school, just really aged me, didn't I? <laughs> They had 14 girls in there that day, and I was the only one that passed. And I go, uh, and they want to put me in long distance operator. Oh, excuse me, blink, blink, no. <laughs> I don't want to try to spell people's names from all the countries or cities that I couldn't even pronounce. So I called them every day until they got me into accounting. <laughs> Talk about persistence. So you take the side that's down and turn it around and make it yours, control it. That's really hard because I had a difficult marriage. I married very early, uh, dated him all through high school. He is alive. I'm not going to say anything negative. It's both our faults. Can't, how can you know somebody when you start dating 15 and you get married at 19 and 20, almost 21? So time changes us and we go on. And um, at the same time, you have to turn around and say, that didn't feel good. What went wrong? Well, self-fulfillment on my part because I was so busy with children and sports that I didn't really take charge of my career. And I had been offered three promotions and my husband told me to turn them down right from the beginning. And they kept wanting to promote me. And I, I'd asked my husband, they said, one day, won't you just do it because you want to? I said, because I'm married, I'm obligated. I'm so loyal. Like, <sighs> so when I got the cancer and then went and got that divorce because I realized I wasn't gonna live Little did I know. <laughs> I didn't expect to live. And um, so I got divorced to pursue what could be me. And that's what we have to go to a grips with. Who are you? And I don't want, I've said this before, I'm not telling you to quit your career. I started this May 4th, 1990, but I was working in a telephone company for two years. And one day I realized I was working more hours at this than as a supervisor when the job description says 60 plus hours a week at five satellite offices, I was kind of having charge of. And so in some ways you have to have that balance in life. You had to go, okay, which one, which one? Well, it was shown to me that 
which one. I want to go back to my notes, everybody. It doesn't mean that you can't have new issues surface at 40 and 50. There's something to be said about who you are and who you don't want people to know who you are. And women have a terrible tendency to wait four or five years before we tell our spouses, by the way, I really don't like that you eat with your mouth open. <laughs> Men have a tendency to throw on the table everything they are. And if you accept what that is, whatever they're about, then they feel like, okay, but us women, oh, no, 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 no. We want it. We don't always say up front who we are. And I've seen this and heard this so many times. It's almost unbelievable. So we can have new issues surface at 40 and 50. Being truthful to yourself is one of the hardest things to be spiritually aware of and spiritually happy. And I tell my clients, I says, when they talk about wanting to date, I says, well, who are you? What do you have to offer that person that comes into your life? Um, I look really good great sex, and I can cook really good. I said, so all that lasts about 10 minutes. What are you going to do with the rest of your life? Because we haven't discovered who we are. And what happens then, you're unhappy emotionally and spiritually. You're not awake. You're not aware. And then we, then you die. And then your relatives are calling me up. By the way, we need to fix old grandma and grandpa. They're all haunting us all the time. <laughs> or my descendants will be getting the call. So... <laughs> I hope I'm making fun of this. It's a tough topic. Um, during the ghost investigation, you encounter ghosts. Those who are afraid to move on for something they did, one who feels ashamed, those who go mentally ill because of an unresolved issue, and so many other situations. We, I call these situations as they are. But in reality, the topic tonight is spiritually aware and awakened and fulfilled and that that is the job of you right now is become the person you really want to be or fulfill. And I've had, I have a friend, another friend, and she uh, grew up in the sixties as a hippie. She looks like a hippie today. She's still a hippie. I've never known anybody as true to themselves as she has been. She will bend to nobody. And I love that. How many of us can answer that or do that? I have another friend that had a marvelous career and, and, and more money than she could ever write, uh, ever have. And she retired. And she calls me and says, I'm going to write a memoir. I says, yeah, but don't put it in your name. Put it in cinnamon, cinnamon, whatever. And she, I'm glad she did. But she's starting up. She said she's on her third book now. And all the money she has, she, she wants to write because that's her soul speaking to her. You have to listen to your soul. You have to listen to your passion to become very happy and overcome what could have been the unconscious damage of your youth, your marriage, uh, the workforce. And I have to also address workforce trauma, drama that could happen. How do you know it's not a soul connection, a soul agreement that you'll come together and work it out in the office environment? You have to. And the hardest thing for us to become spiritually aware and awakened and satisfied is to learn how to forgive somebody. Oh my gosh, have I talked? So many families with issues. I'm thinking of another lady right now taking care of mom and dad. And she has a large extended Hispanic family, right? Well, guess who the parents moved in with because nobody else wanted to do it. Nobody else. And one of the parents died, mom died. And she said, man, that took years off my life. I'm just really tired. I'm close to retirement. 
<clears throat> so I have all this extended family, so I call everybody up, no one wants to take care of Papa. Really? Nobody? Oh, that's going to be a black mark on their spirit. And the reason is, is that regret of not helping. So she has to figure out how to do this. And I said to her, what is the value of who you are? I want to tell you about Papa. It's the first time in his adult life. He doesn't have to answer to Mama. He is so happy. Get him a little condo somewhere. He's got money. And as far as I knew, um, not condo, but one of those places where you have, like my mother lived in a Port Oregon in the seventh story where they have these little tiny apartments with one bedroom. And I says, you have to do that because he's very happy and he will not die tomorrow. Yes, he has health issues, but give him the freedom of being a single man for once and not having daughter look at him every 10 minutes. So if you're listening to that, give me a call back, please. <laughs> I want to know what happened. I love her. <laughs> and Kate can charge and being okay with hard decisions. It's also becoming spiritual aware and spiritual awakened and satisfied. Because like I said, if you carry the burdens of never resolving, resigning to an issue, to make amends, to get the family, the work environment, then you're going to become an old person and very unhappy. And your kids are going to say, oh, they're so grouchy. Well, you know why? Because you never got your way. You never got to be happy. You had the life of bullying and being told and you couldn't do this. You couldn't do that. Mostly women I'm talking to. Mm -hmm. I love my women. I love as I've gotten older. I've always been very tomboyish, you know, and um, really didn't have a lot of time for my friends, my women and the clients of my friends. And I noticed that we women kind have some similar issues. Now, I'm not a friend to a lot of men clients, though I talk to them. Mm -hmm. So we have different kind of issues, but mostly my clients are women. Um, and I'm not saying middle-aged women, I'm just saying women. And so we have to network together and make sure that you're being fulfilled. And then another issue is really hard is COVID, loneliness, oh my gosh. And the best way to be friends and get out of that loneliness is YouTube is get on here, listen and make notes and become active in the group. Loneliness is a real hard one because it leads to early dementia, it leads to heart problems. It leads to a lot of things that we're not even aware of. And of course, blood pressure and everything else because we're anxious, we're anxiety ridden and we fearful. As we get older, we become fearful. And some of that is that unconscious woundology of abandonment issues as a child. Well, they didn't hug and kiss me, but they did the last born. You don't even know what your, your wounds are until you start living longer and those things surface. So I'm telling you, uh, sometimes being brave is also spiritually awakened and spiritually brave. Uh, when I was 50 years old, I didn't expect to live any past five to 10 years, let alone to 50. And my daughter paid for roses on her toes, my first tattoo. <laughs> and I took up rollerblading the same year. And it's called stepping outside of your comfort level. Absolutely makes you 100% a new person. Now, I'm not saying that everybody should take up rollerblading. <laughs> take up something like running or take up um, bonsai trees. Or take, I told a man once, I said, why don't you do something exciting like bonsai trees? And I told him of a Japanese church off of, in Rockland. He, he got there. He, wa he walked in. He became part of the church. And he got a bonsai tree. He said, I've never been so happy my whole life. You know, it was serenity. It was nature. He'd never had peacefulness. So if you don't have peacefulness in your life, don't you don't have to hear him. Peacefulness is important to, to completeness also. 
and nature gives you that serenity and that peacefulness. You may have um, depression. You may have issues in the family. That means your spirit is not at peace. So mm -hmm. let's think of ways to have peace. And I was saying to you the other day, uh, resonate resonate at a at a tone, because I do mm -hmm. believe there's something. Uh, universe is full of filaments that vibrate like this. And so musical notes are everything. Not every one of us vibrates at the same level. Mm -hmm. And so I told you I like Enya, E-N-J-A, I think her name is. And there's a lot of good music. You find some music that resonates with you. Um, I also like, and it came out 25, 30 years ago, uh, there was an Indian um, young man, and he created, had a band. And he did Indian music. And for the life of me, I can't remember. Um, one of the ladies in the spiritual church made copy, uh, sold them. Um, Indian drumming, not hard drumming, but just very peaceful uh, religious sounds. And it was amazing how that resonated with me. Uh, not because of my background, but I'm kind of a lower tone person. Um, so music that you would hear in water, uh, not a storm, but Boom, boom, boom. just really resonates uh there's another one that i really like it's the monks and the monks yep. are chanting it's called chanting chant i really like that sort of thing and if i listen to some i listen to music all the time and if i find one i really like now today i was listening to um <laughs> big girls don't cry from the 60s uh, uh valancey uh, boy i tell you i should have more coffee huh um frankie something or other and I thought, oh, I like that. It resonated with me because it brought back fun memories of my girlfriend, Christy. We would walk from house, our house to each other's and we'd be singing uh, Big Girls Don't Cry and uh, all those popular songs at the time. And that was that music I played today gave me that good vibration. And I feel like that also uh, quails our, our restless soul, our spirit. So music like that, music um, of the forest, the rain, I have a machine that gives us all those wonderful cricket sound, bird sound, waterfall sound. Find one that matches you. And I'm saying to you this, I'm not asking you to buy anything. If you can find it at thrift stores, if you can get it on the radio, it's good enough. You don't have to go out of your way to find peacefulness and serenity in the midst of your chaotic life. The chaotic life, you recognize what it is that's causing it. All you have to do is acknowledge it. Man, this really, like blank. It really does. Okay, I can live through this. I can do this because this is part of the journey I'm on. And acknowledge that. Um, most people don't have an easy time making changes. I've made so many changes. <laughs> it doesn't even bother me anymore. I just did another move. Everybody found a house in the neighborhood. I like better than we were. Ooh, what's that, Char? That would be a babbling brook. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, it's Naturescapes. It's a, it's a free software. Ah, it's free software? Yeah. Well, why don't you miss that? Just so that they can... I will. I've had it for okay. years. It's, it's free up. But list that for the people who are listening. Because I do believe, um, whoops, there goes those pop-ups. I tell you, everybody, every time we have a new download, that thing is popping up all over the place. Um, so serenity is really quick. As Nancy said, you want to get peaceful? Let's see if I get this going.
Oh, yeah. See? That's my tone. And it's neat because this particular software has, um, turn that off. This particular software has like tons of, you know, stuff you can do and it has, a, it has an EQ so you can combine noises. So let's say you want to imagine you're camping somewhere. So you're, you're, you're camping near a waterfall, camp near the waterfall, and you could do uh, uh, the, the crackling fire also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or you can hear owls or, or whatever works for you. I think that's really important. In the middle of chaos, we have to find ways to accept, acknowledge, okay, the trauma drama that's in our life. I can handle this. Mm -hmm. I don't need drugs for it because I see it as it is. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's not just a challenge. It's put in my path so I can learn from it. And that's hard to do. Music like that absolutely helps us calm down. So a mother calls me and she says, I hate my life. I says, what's wrong? I have a new baby that never stops crying. Why don't you ask the baby what's going on and just hold and love it and see if you can talk to it. Well, everybody, I have a cat like that. <laughs> I tell you. So we lost him in the house for a few days. And I finally saw him. I said, bud, what are you doing? And of course, the toenails, I picked him up. I was so soft. And I said, what's going on with you, little guy? And I loved him up. And he was just like calm. Like, but my voice was calmer. And I think sometimes that is an issue. We reflect what's going on internally by our voice um, sounding that way. Right. Maybe that's why people like talking to me. My voice is deeper and heavier. And I'm calming. Maybe. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't believe there's mistakes. Uh, <clears throat> I have a client, uh, another horse lady that I met the years I was married. And then we reconnect. She goes, oh, my gosh. I... I live down the road from you. We run all road, big events all together. Anyway, she had a bunch of my stuff and threw it all away. Of course, that's okay. You know, you hold on to paper 10 years. What are you going to do with it? The next day she got in the truck and my business card was sitting on the seat of her, her truck. She says, how did that happen? I says, are you kidding me? Are the universe talking? I love it. I love things like that. And so lastly, I would say with that, and I'm, I apologize for it not following my notes, but I think I covered everything, is sometimes the acceptance of the hardest thing in your life is the biggest growth. Because without failure, without ex exceptional stress and strife, do you grow as a human being? I've had some big time, big deals. And Char and I have talked about it and thinking, wow, but it's made me a better person. And now don't write me and tell me your child just died. I get it. I get it. I'm talking to the other 80% of us who had just hard lives. My father died when I got killed when I was six. It was the first time I see a spirit person show up in the bedroom. I remember thinking, that's dad. And I didn't know what death was. Mom suffered terrible. You know, we were so poor. <laughs> and how many, three, four, three, four different places we lived, you know. And it was really, really rough. But through that, I learned how to work. I saw the value of money and nothing, nothing stops me as I've gotten older. Now it's a little harder to work as hard as I did. And we all commit to that, but I like to work and I'd like to work and be um, productive because I never want to get to a place where my mother said, instead of saying what you think she would say, the first things that she said was, what am I to do? I have no money. Click. I was broken six years old. Don't worry, mom, I'll take care of you. So that drive I have, and when, when I was an adult, my mom said to me one day, she says, oh, you're just like your dad. 
he was so driven to work hard. I don't know, maybe she doesn't realize what she said when he was killed did it also. Who knows? Who knows? Do I have peace in my life? Couldn't I have peace in my life? Resolution, res resolve to what my life has been. I'm really happy. I want you to be spiritually awake, spiritually aware that we can be happy in the midst of trauma and drama. And I know people lost their jobs. I know people are homeless. I have a lady that saves her dollars, gets a money card or something and calls me up for a session. She lives on the streets. I, I'm amazed. <laughs> amazed. Is she happy? Well, she's had some pretty good love affairs. You know, she's met some really sexual men. Uh, yeah, life's hard. Is she better because it's hard? I can't answer that. I don't want anybody to be homeless. It's okay. hard enough. It is. At the same time, why is it hard? I have no answer either. Thank God I don't know everything. If I did, I'd be probably insane. How could I reach everybody and tell everybody, calm down, we'll survive this mess and become a spirit person? I just wish, I wish I could say to you, because I know we survived this, that if you have turmoil in your life and it's facing you, and you'll say, I got this. You know why? Because even if I die from this, I'll become a spare person and I get to travel anywhere. I can, Nancy will say that. I don't have to get an airplane anymore. <laughs> or in a ship on the ocean. I've done, I've not entertained any cruises because of that trip. I fly, if ever, very, very seldom. At the same time, I'm so glad to be alive that I have this opportunity to experience life coffee french bread french bread i can't believe it i told you i was dating some fella very nice he took me to a wonderful mexican restaurant one time and then that time it was across the street at our fair mall and we were going to go to move we had a dinner in a restaurant and this dead couple comes up to us <clears throat> that met and jeff look and the mother the woman was really big and the man was just a little sky he's like what? they come to the table not knowing i could see him and they were standing watching us eat and i said excuse me this is a private dinner <laughs> And I tell people they died all over again. <laughs> oh my gosh. And they just backed away. It was wonderful. How can you not laugh at life? Oh yeah, someone's gonna say, well, you can do that. Well, duh, you could travel, you could try it. You know, start practicing like I did. I did a little stuff, but after all these years, you know, even at that point, I still saw people all everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. I have to turn the switches on. I'm not out of control and seeing them every day. But it's like the place I uh, where we were living before. Um, I don't know. I don't have her permission to talk about this. Anyway, it's one of the people in the subdivision came, and she she was standing there, and I was talking to her. And all of a sudden, her dead father showed up, sat right next to it. Well, you can imagine. You can imagine. I'm sitting there, standing there, talking to her. I'm going, ah, oh, fudge. This man wants to be acknowledged. What's well, really going to be really good, or it's going to be really bad. I don't know what religious affiliation she has, and she may think I'm just get that cross, let's burn it on. Her <laughs> you know? And I said, um, I don't know if you're, you know, can I say something? And it was just like, what was that show on TV where this little girl could see spirit people and she had to admit to seeing spirit people and the people would mock her all the time? What was that called? Um, oh, it's sweet, cute little actress. Anybody? I can't see the chat room because my notes are in the way. Anyway, she was always having to defend herself. So I was in that defend myself. I said, well, there's something I can do. And I really want to tell you something. And I says, your dad is standing next to you. 
And I described it and she just melted. And she says, I've been grieving his death for 20 years. And she gave wow. me a story. And she says, you have no idea how you changed my life. Uh, 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 and I have, I have a theory when I don't turn a switch on and they show up, I better be paying attention and I better say something. So a couple weeks later, I'm in the front of the house and this lady walks up and this short, heavy woman walks right with her. And I go, Oh, Jesus, <laughs> another one. And I says, oh, geez. And I said, there's a short woman, heavy from the waist down. And she says she's grandma and she had her hair a certain way. And she looked at me blankly and she says, I don't know. And so this short, heavy woman lifted her arms up and went flap, flap, <laughs> And she knew exactly who I was talking about. And she laughed. She says, of all the people in the world you could talk about, there's the two people I loved and trusted that I regret, regret not spending more time without giving the love and the attention. Another lesson, everybody. You don't want to carry on a relationship after someone's died through me. You make up and you do it now with them. Nothing worse. And so a few weeks later, when I'm telling her I'm moving, she says, did you move here just for me? Well, <laughs> I don't know. My husband lived there two and a half years, but I've only been there since August. Now removed, maybe so, because no one else in there I've spoken to, no one else did I see a spirit with. Oh, Our journeys, is that what this is about? Me spending $100,000 to live somewhere temporarily, to move again somewhere else? This neighborhood's really quiet and it has a garage. It's really a wonderful place. So it's a, like, it's a regular neighborhood. And um, it, the quiet to be able to write and do this, you know, I love doing this and talking to you out there. Spiritually aware, the, mark the road with uh, little stones or mark the road on where you've been and what you've seen. Look behind you and see what stands out is not finished. Because I tell you that invisible woundology from your youth, uh, a crippling event in the year as adulthood, unconsciously under the surface of who you are will always surface just enough to knock you off track. I was in a terrible car accident when I was 18. Mother was really mad. <laughs> I just bought my car with an inheritance my father left me, had foot surgery, <clears throat> blew out the stitches. And of course, that's what she asked about was my foot. And from that, the police said, how did you know how to turn the steering wheel of your car? I was only 18. I look back and I go, because they don't want me up there. No, I'm not done. So what happened was on Hillsdale Boulevard near Madison, if anybody travels that way, it got wet. Car coming the way was speeding, hit the cement divider, flipped in the air and came on top of us. If I had been that close, it would have gone right into our windshield. But I turned the stairwell just enough. So if you're spiritually awakened, was I at that time? Didn't know it. But I was with the force. And this force said, not your time. I want you to become aware of the force, the force be with you, whatever you call it, the belief system. Believe in God, believe in the universe, believe in spirituality. Try to tune into it and say, I would like some guidance on what it is I need to learn, what to experience, what is in my life that's holding me back? Because you will be shown that. 
meaning they'll make you aware. And I feel like I've talked about the topic enough tonight and brought some humor into it. And that every one of us has a journey. Every one of us has chosen this life. I did not believe in reincarnation before. My mother would never talk about things ever, ever. She did take us to Sunday school of Presbyterian. Um, she um, married a Christian scientist. And uh, his mother was very devout um, minister of new thought. And I'm not saying nothing negative. That was their belief. And I was born with illnesses. So when my father was killed, we moved up to Northern California and I had my tonsils out. I had uh, penicillin medicine to clear up my ears and there's things. So none of us get into life easily. Uh, we have struggles all the way. Um, of course, my hearing is getting worse as I've gotten older, but I still love life and I want you to learn to love it. And whatever's hanging you up, I want you to start thinking about, make a list of things that you're not happy with. That's really, really hard. And if you can't resolve it, change it, then do something that's comparable that you can accept. You're married, you have to stay there forever. Get a part-time job, create a new hobby, learn to sing, learn the piano, learn to read, to write, write a book like my friend has. Do something where you have personal acknowledgement of your success. Success is amazingly healing. Okay. All right. I Teresa now. is asking um, the show you were talking about. Were, were you referring to the Ghost Whisperer? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I feel like her sometimes, especially when the, the spirit people show up and they say, look at me. <laughs> I'm going, no, not here in a restaurant. <laughs> I'd be surprised where the spirit people come in. I mean, they go to movies and everything, so. Right? Yeah, yeah. that's really a trip. <laughs> I like that seat over there, but it's taken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Marissa. And Jen, everybody's been in the room. And believe oh. me, they not only like regular movies, their favorites are ghost movies. Yeah. They want to see. And, and if you haven't seen Ghost Town, see that. It's about a fella who's a dentist and he goes in for a um, medical procedure. And during the medical procedure, his heart stops and he dies really quick. Well, I think it was for a few minutes. And when he comes back, they bring him back. All of a sudden he's seen spirit people everywhere and they ask him for favors because they have unfinished business, everybody, unfinished business. Mm -hmm. And the guy just goes, great. he's a comedian. He was not like funny in this, it was very well done. I. Right. Um, it's not a, what we call a plus movie, but the storyline of him uh, having to deal with these spirit people come to realization that he needed to give of himself a little bit more. And so the movie is about his growth, not the spirit people's growth. I loved it. So Ghost Town, if you have a chance to see that one too. Uh, the, other okay. movie I wanna, right. the other movie I want to bring up is Timothy Hutton. And um, it's called Made in Heaven. Yep. Let's see. One of my favorites. Uh, and the reason I bring that up is we have it. Okay, that it is. Yeah, made in heaven. We have the chance in this life to pursue and be our what we want. But in, in spirit land, uh, this lady today, um, her brother has a new girlfriend. And I do believe that love is in every level, even in the afterlife. There's another lady that, sh that we know in our group here who lost a child. He was 16 years old. And one time I went to their house and he, he showed up next to his car. 
on either side of him, he had a blonde and a brunette girlfriend. And he said he jumped up on the hood of the car and the girls followed. He says, tell my mom I've got two girlfriends now. It's like some of the regret that parents have of losing a child is they can't have and pursue what we call the normal things in life. And we can. And so Made in Heaven is very um, interesting how they found each other in heaven. And they had one of them had to come back down, uh, the woman. And so God said to Timothy Hutton, I'll give you 30 years to find her. Then you're going to forget completely that you are missing somebody to fulfill you. And I do believe that happens. I think that we all feel like, oh, we've met somebody, uh, whether it's a best friend or a lover to potential husband or partner. Nowadays, kids don't get married anymore. <laughs> and and at some point, you're made, to, made in heaven and you fulfill that desire to be with that person here. Now, Edgar Casey believes we incarnate the same people, the same group over and over. He wrote seven or nine books. I read them all. Uh, very enlightening. At the time, I didn't believe most of them because <laughs> it was so long ago. Anyway, again, sorry. 7.40. I talked more than an hour now. That's so okay. That's okay. It's okay. All right. So Sunday, um, I, I had to start the book early because of technical difficulties last night. But we are reading Anna Maria Manalo's The Night Visitants. So we are on our, well on our way with that. And on Sunday, we're going to continue it. Usual time, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. On Monday, you guys get a cool show. We're going to, uh, for the people that have the Patreon, uh, get your first look in on Tinkerbell this weekend because come Monday, it's going to go public. And so the rest of you guys can watch the Tinkerbell video. And that is just bear in mind, it's an hour and a half show. So I'm just telling you ahead of time. But that, that'll be Monday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Also, be on the lookout. Karen and I are going to start doing TikTok stuff, and uh, we're getting together this weekend again to talk about that and lay it out. We, we've been having these productive meetings you know, about what we would like to do on TikTok, and so that's coming together. So be you'll be aware of that. Also on Sunday when I do read, I'm going to be reading on TikTok, so that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. But uh, I want to thank everybody for coming. It's Friday. I know everybody wants to start their weekend. I want to start my weekend. I'm, I'm doing yard work this weekend. And some other projects. And my class, if you guys decide to go, that would be nice. But if you don't, that's cool, too. Okay, I can deal with it. But I'm also going to be offering a count. We're going to start getting out now to ghost hunt. It's, you know, ghost hunt season is coming. It's been a while since this team's been out. But uh, we're going to start going out. And I'm also recruiting for new members. Okay? So how do I do that? Well, I teach a very, a rather intense ghost hunting 101 class. And I'm going to be doing that again. And for people that take the class, those are how I'm choosing my my team members. And so after the class, you know, part of that class is afterwards, uh, you go on an investigation with us. It'll probably be residential. So I can see you do your stuff and see you use the equipment. But with the Ghost Hunting 101 class, I teach you all the equipment. I teach you how to use it, what, you know, how, how to apply it, what we do during preliminaries, you know, how this group functions. And if it's something that you feel that you like and you're willing to work with, then I'll take you out on an investigation with us and then we can see if uh, we can get you signed up for the team. But I am looking for new team members right now. We're trying to build it back up a little bit here. So uh, yeah, I won't have the announcement for that class on Meetup until later on tonight, but I will be announcing it over on Meetup and you guys should get, you guys that are over at Meetup should get a notice. You know, but I am going to be recruiting out of all this. So it's going to be interesting. Okay. That being said, if you like the show, share it with five people. Oh, 
yeah, if you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies because we are equal opportunity here, right? Give We're us cool. a thumbs up, everybody. Give us a thumbs up. If you're over at YouTube or even if you, you managed to watch that, I see people from YouTube here. I see people from Facebook in the chat room as well. So if you're from YouTube and Facebook, give us a thumbs up. Give, give us a smiley. Okay, because that'll put us higher in the algorithm. If you haven't done so already and you're new and you, you came over here from Facebook and you're on YouTube, please be sure to subscribe. Facebook, if you're new and you haven't uh, followed yet, please be sure to do that. So, uh, okay, I'm going to leave. Oh, that's it. That's me. So I'm going to give you Nancy's information, and we're going to call it a night. So here we go. There we go. Here we are. Websites, nancymats.com, nancymatsauthor.com, all capitalized N, M, and A. Yeah, excuse me. YouTube.com forward slash Nancy Matt Psychic. Hell, get me out of this funk. Sorry. Nancy Matt, help me get, get me out of this funk. Two worlds, developing your psychic skills. And the unwilling sacrifice by Nancy Math, of course. And you can get those, of course, at Amazon.com. All right, guys, have a good weekend. And I will see you on Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific or if, if you sign up for the class, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Good night.